Welcome to Views from the Porch, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to survive and thrive in your young adult years. Each week, we talk about the biggest challenges facing young adults today and how to overcome them from God's Word based on our weekly experience in leading thousands of young adults at the porch. For more info on The Porch, visit theporch.live. Thank you for joining. Hey, welcome to another episode of Views from the Porch. This is David. I am joined, as always, with my good pal, Joshua Lake Tim. <laughs> I wish it was like, what's up, team? And the <laughs> one Daniel, and only L A A I N A Haas. Elena, Elena, she's a boss. <laughs> hey, what's up? Guys, it, it, it's not easy to come up with these genius starts every time. I, I don't feel appreciated. In. Yeah, definitely hey, genius. We are diving into another episode of Views from the Porch. Uh, what are we talking about today, Josh? Today, we're going to talk about what it, what it looks like to keep short accounts. What do we mean by that? What is it? Keeping like short accounts? Like a short account? bank account? Yeah, yeah. I don't want my bank account to be short. I'd rather it be keep long. Keep short accounts. I feel like yes. I've got that one on lock. Do we? Okay. <laughs> David feels short confident about it. bank account. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're really what we're talking about is the way in which we, as friends or in anyone that you, our relationship with family, whatever it looks like, uh, how do you keep yourself from not being frustrated for a long time? What does it mean to be keep yourself in a right relationship with him? How to keep short accounts is the kind of word or phrase we put around it. Is this in the Christianese? Is this a Christianese term? Oh, it could be. I don't know. I don't know if it's broad it's for all enough. Christians, yeah. but it's definitely a watermark term. It definitely is a watermark Keeping term. Keeping short accounts, guys. If you type in Keeping short accounts. Watermark's one of the first. Watermark.org is one of the first things that popped up, which is crazy. So, yeah, but keeping short accounts, we're not talking about money. We're talking yep. about in relationships when there's a hurt that a fellow Christian or really person in general you could apply it to. But in relationships, when I get hurt, being quick to move in the direction of that person and say, when you did this, it hurt me. Yeah. And this is a skill that... Uh, I don't think Watermark has a lot of things figured out. We don't do anything perfectly. There's no church that does anything perfectly. But this is one thing that I think, you, I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts. It's done as well here as any place I've ever seen it. Yeah, agreed. It's encouraged that if you're feeling something, move towards that person. Yeah. I kind of learned it here. Yeah, definitely organizationally. I, I, I would say like inside of my family, we do this well, but in, yeah. in, I've never been in an organization that uh, does this. Right, with coworkers, so well. like yeah. usually you just let things fester and brew up and you talk yeah. about people behind their back, but not here. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Even with like boss dynamics, totally. mm-hmm. like there's a encouraged, hey, if your boss hurts you, uh, move quickly and address that with them. Don't sit on that. Don't let it fester. And um, and so I feel like I learned it, been yep. on staff now 10 years, and I've never had it modeled, encouraged, and yep. celebrated. Thank you. Anytime somebody brings a hurt to me or I bring a hurt to somebody else, even if they're as superior on the org chart, mm-hmm. that they're like, hey, thank you for being quick to move in my direction. Hey, just for the sake of conversation moving forward, David, I also want to say, it's not just like when you feel hurt by someone going to them, but even if you're like, I think I may have, that wasn't the most helpful thing that I've done. And keeping short accounts, you just go back and circle back and say, hey, as I came, as I like look back in that conversation, I don't think I was very helpful. Yeah, is also a way in which you do it. It's not just that when I feel hurt, I go to them. Cause I've had some of the best ways I've seen it modeled here is my bosses come to me and said, I think I was talking down to you and didn't mean to do that. Will yeah. you forgive me? Totally. Yeah, yeah. Re- if you're rethinking, hey, was I, less than God's man in that situation, yeah. or if you're just checking, or, or God's woman, um, or if you're just, uh, or if you're replaying the tape of a hurt that someone had to you, moving mm-hmm. quick to do that, mm-hmm. and um, or if you're thinking through, I, man, I, I feel like I may have been short in a way that was not who I wanted to be there. Let me follow back up, or any other different examples of that. Um, side note, 
we were doing this right before we got online. <laughs> and I don't want to tell who was involved, but it definitely involved Elena. And uh, so there is a constant uh, yeah. opportunity to strengthen relationships yeah. and work through conflict. Okay. All right, David, let's talk about this. Why, why do we need to? Like, why is this helpful? Why is this a helpful skill for everyone listening uh, to begin to develop? Because they may work with someone like Elena. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're I, about to have it again afterwards. And you keep talking <laughs> like that, David. Hey, if you are a, uh, if you live on planet Earth, Conflict, mm-hmm. hurt feelings, uh, you know, d- just disagreements, and uh, our emotions can get the better of us at times, and it leads us to act and to uh, say things that we don't mean to, and say them in ways that we don't mean to, or fail to say things that we should have. Like all of that stuff is just going to be a reality. And so, if you're going to have healthy relationships, obeying what the Bible says. So, in Ephesians chapter four, verse twenty-six, it says that you and I are to not let the sun go down on our anger. Translation, keep short accounts. And one of the reasons that it says to not do that is because if you do, if you don't move quickly to reconcile with when someone hurts you or when you get angry at someone, if you don't do that, you give the devil a foothold. That's what it says in verse 27 right after that. that it's like you're giving the devil. What do you guys think he means by a foothold? Uh, yeah, a way in which to grip your life. He's like, he's got something to hold of your heart of which he can begin to work and uh, have leverage over, I guess is the term that I would use. Yeah, like Josh, you're a big rock climber, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I enjoy it. I don't know if I'd call it, I'm a big rock climber. Do you actually rock climb? Yep. Oh my gosh. There's that. lots of big places of rock climb in Dallas. <laughs> yes. Lots of mountains. Oh. <laughs> They're everywhere, people. If you are looking for a vacation spot, come rock climb with Josh Timms. And uh, yeah, like he's saying, hey, don't let Satan have a place where you can grip on that there. If you let anger fester in your heart, you let, um, if you don't keep short accounts, if you're not quick to move towards people, what what becomes an opportunity for relationships to grow, because when I move towards someone, I, I further feel understood or I get a chance for to express myself to them. And what could bond us to be closer all of a sudden becomes something that it's a division and Satan gets in there and he will use that foothold to just drive further and further yeah. and further the door of division into your heart and into that relationship. And there's something he'd love to do more than to divide us, than totally. to like get in between uh, those of us who are brothers and sisters in Christ, real family, real friendships. Just like there's, he, he would love to isolate you by driving pegs of, of any sort of like relational hurts in between you and, and really everyone in your life. Totally. So what's an example of how you would go about keeping a short account with someone? So let me say this first before, because that verse, sometimes people ask the question of like, is it literal? And we talked about this recently at the yeah. porch, if you listen to that. What would you guys say? Is what, which part? Of, uh, is, I lost hey, you. don't let the sun go down on your anger, literal. Oh. Well, I was there last night, so I know what you said. You said that... This was a test. <laughs> yeah, I actually listened to you. Making sure um, she was there. You said that it wasn't literal because there's places like in Alaska where the sun doesn't go down for long periods of time. And so he can't mean literally until the sun goes down, but it probably means in a quick way. Um, you know, you have to do it quickly to go resolve conflict with someone, but not necessarily by the time night falls. Yes. Right. It's likely yeah. a you could figure... have conflict after the sun has gone down. Totally. Yeah. And then what do you do? You wait 24 hours <laughs> till the next day, the sun comes back up and then it goes down. Yeah. That, um, that he's likely just saying, Hey, move quickly. Whenever you feel upset or you feel angry, move quickly to resolve that with that person, which is what we call keeping short accounts. Mm-hmm. So what was your question a second ago? What was, you said something about I examples? S- well, I said, how would you go about keeping short accounts with somebody? Yeah, I think this is going to be the most helpful part of the next 10, 12 minutes that we spend together. So hopefully this is really helpful because I do mean it when I I think that being on staff here for the last 10 years, it's like you don't just get a master's in resolving conflict. You get like a PhD 
I mean, we are just constantly talking about it. Our uh, senior pastor all the time will say that 80% of his job is resolving conflict because having healthy relationships requires um, resolving conflict. Conflict is not a bad thing. It is an opportunity to honor God and really strengthen relationships by working through it. So some examples that come to mind would be anytime that I'm hurt, Josh, if you say something on this podcast where it was like, dude, it felt like you were disrespectful. You cut me off. You you were really just rude. Mm-hmm. That immediately, as quick as I can, even if it's live on the air, I would move to saying, hey, Josh, when you said that, and I would focus on, on what you said specifically, or maybe it was the action that you did and what it made me feel. It hurt my feelings. It made me feel like you don't care about me. It made me feel disrespected, whatever those specific things are. So as quick as I can, as soon as I begin to realize like the action that someone else had on me hurt me, mm-hmm. I'm going to move towards bringing that up to them. And I want to be thoughtful about when I do it. So if, you know, if um, I'm trying to think of an example, uh, the hypothetical one would be like, if Josh is about to go teach on stage, or it's just not the yeah. ideal time <laughs> for me to immediately grab him and say, and sometimes that's okay. You just got to know, be yeah. thoughtful and consider of the other person um, that uh, there may be times where I would love Josh grab me before I go on the stage. Cause I want to know that that doesn't, that doesn't, uh, it's not going to frustrate me. I'd love to know it, but there are other people who are just all wired really differently. And there's other times where if I'm doing my taxes, it's probably not the time to come up and go, Hey, I need to really work through this. Taxes is a random example, but just <laughs> it's a very stressful. Part yeah. Of my life. I, I'd love to, I'd love to talk about even why, but why the move quickly? Like what happens if, if more time goes by, what's more likely to happen? I guess, is it like, Hey, move quickly the end or what's, what, what is likely to happen if you don't move quickly? I know I have an answer. Well, I also think people could say, hey, I just need to process what happened. I'm not sure if I should say anything yet. I need to ask a couple of people. I need to get counsel from some of my friends if I should bring this up because maybe I'm just um, being dramatic or maybe it's me just um, negatively interpreting. And Mm -hmm. so people kind of are hesitant for that reason too. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. I think, so now I'm (laughs) drifting into my opinion. I think that whenever the reason I dinged is because I think that all of those questions are so relevant. There are ways lots of people think about it, yeah. and I think they're dangerous. Mm-hmm. So this, I wouldn't die on this hill, but here's why I think that they're dangerous. So y'all stay in the ring with me, push back. I think that the temptation is to begin to think about it, to begin to wonder, and, and you just begin to replay the tape in a way that you're quote unquote processing, and I'm not saying there's never a time to do that, mm-hmm. but you begin to internalize it. Sometimes you suppress it and you kind of like tell yourself, man, it's not worth it. I'm yeah. not even going to bring that up. And without realizing it, you haven't overlooked that offense. Yep. You've convinced yourself you did though. You convinced yourself you did, but it's still sitting below the surface. Mm-hmm. So the next time something happens that's similar, either by Josh again to me yep. mm-hmm. or by just anyone else doing a similar action. Like yep. if that scenario of Josh, hey, you were rude. Yep. And you know what? I'm just going to think, let me process that. And it's okay. Two days go by and I'm like, you know what? I'm over it. And that's how we justify. We're like, I'm quote over it. Or you're like, it'd be weird if I brought it up now. It's been too long. Or it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's buried in there. So now the next time either Josh does something that hurts me or someone's rude to me, it's quicker to uh, yeah, make me hurt quicker. So I would just be really careful if someone says, hey, I need time to internalize it. I'm not saying you can't process it. Do that. But do so in a way that is like, man, I'm committed to working through this and I'm only going to... uh, 
internalize it and dismiss it if I really can dismiss it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I can't, I need to make sure that I am, and I would err on the side of, hey, you probably, you need to trust yourself less than you probably do. Mm-hmm. You probably are not gonna be able to dismiss it as well as you can, especially if you're someone who internalizes, who processes. And then I would be really careful about, quote, venting. Mm-hmm. I think Christians under the name of, hey, will you process this with me? Mm-hmm. Um, they begin to fall into gossip. Right. Yep. So you, you guys want to flame that out a little bit? Well, uh, something I'd like to say inside of that, here's where I would say I always move slower rather than quick is because if I feel hurt, like let's say with my wife, Molly, and, and something hurt and I want to move quickly, but in my heart of moving quickly, I go, oh, I'm not actually wanting to flesh this out. I'm like wanting you to hurt back. And then I will take a moment and go like, okay, I'm at a place right now. Like, I do think we need to talk about that. And it really did hurt my feelings. Yep. <laughs> uh, but if I move right now, if I say something right now, my heart currently is not to flesh it out and to be in right relationship with her. It's a, uh, you know, extend the hurt that I felt onto her. Uh, and that is the time where I go, hey, yes, I, I don't, I do think you can hide behind being slow, but also uh, there's some, you could be, there's some thoughtfulness that goes into that. Totally. And I'm not even saying don't vent and don't, or don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally don't vent. Don't Probably. process with other people, but hey, hang in the ring. Cause I think this is helpful. And just based on lots of these combos all the time, um, I feel like we've talked about this. If you're going to process with somebody and get, hey, will you, will you be a thought partner with me, Josh, or Elena? Mm-hmm. Um, and generally, it's best to do it if you're a guy with guys, but et cetera. So, but there's only three of us in here, <laughs> yeah. so let's just keep the illustration. Okay. Elena, hey, um, Josh said this to me earlier, and, uh, and I kind of felt like it was rude, or he cut me off, it hurt my feelings. Am I crazy in that? I'm drifting into a place where Elena can, can be a thought partner, and one of the best ways she can serve me is by encouraging me, you should go tell him that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm looking for someone to say, am I crazy that I would feel that way? Does that seem like I'm off? Or I'm looking for some sort of Affirmation. someone to yeah, be a like thought a, partner mm-hmm. or it's validation, if you yeah. will. But if that happens and I've involved her, all of a sudden what I would encourage you to do, and this is just my opinion, but I think it's so healthy and something we do all the time. When I go to Josh, so if she's like, hey, you should go tell him that. I want to say, Josh, I process this with Elena just so that you know, so that I'm bringing everybody into the conversation. If Elena can come with me to that conversation, it's even better. better. Yep. And I say, hey, I want to declare that I, I, I've talked to somebody else and we've discussed this just so that you know that, Josh. And I don't hide behind, you know, I've just been talking to some people and they agree, you were really rude there. They're not pushing me in that direction. I'm saying, hey, I've, I process this with my community group specifically, and they encourage me to come back because I was hurting from it, and I need to express that to you. So I'm not coming back and just saying, Josh, you're a really rude person. I'm coming back after processing whether or not I need to, I need to keep that short account or it's something that maybe I'm wrong, and can you help me think of it from another angle so that I can really believe the best and move on? Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, I, I don't want... It only birds... Uh, I'm sorry, it only... Um, breeds confidence in relationships. When I go, Josh, let me tell you everything that I've done. This is everybody that I've talked to. It's not some blanket veil of quote. I've talked to a lot of people, mm-hmm. yeah. which is what mm-hmm. I hear people do. It's like, I talk to this person or these people in my community and they encourage me to come back to you and talk about it. Yep, it's good. Okay, so let's go back to the to the example you said where you already brought up that Josh hurt you and you wanted to go tell him. Now, how is that person, how should Josh respond to that? Because I think that person can often feel like, hey, well, you shouldn't feel that way. And maybe they feel like you're, you know what I mean? Like they, they may even feel like that's not even justified for you to feel that way, but that's probably not what you should say in that moment. How should Josh respond? Yeah, exactly. how do I respond? Are you saying that? Um, 
What would you say? Yeah, I think this, here's how I'd respond. One, uh, as I, I cannot invalidate what he felt. I can't go, you didn't feel that. Um, whether or not he um, was maybe negatively interpreting what I said, I cannot look at him and say, you should not have or you did not feel that. And I begin to go, man, let me just stop and say that it was never my heart behind you know, I, I didn't want to make you feel small. Like, I didn't want to belittle you. I didn't want to do that. Help me understand how I did that so I don't do it again. And and then I begin to check my heart and go, man, was I, did I mean to belittle him? Did I actually mean to? Like when I said that, was it accidental or did I? And, and then I begin to like look at myself and say, man, do I have something to own? If I do, like, David, you know, when you, I did actually, I did, I was kind of frustrated at you and I wanted you to feel small in that moment. So I get to receive that. And then also at the same time, uh, I don't think it's really helpful to just go, well, you're wrong for feeling that yeah. because I have to be able to look at my friend and, and, um, I cannot, it, it, it never, I don't think you can ever say you didn't feel that or you, um, or I didn't do that uh, to you, whatever, however you want to say that. And so I, I need to be able to acknowledge what he's saying is true. He really did feel that way, whether or not I meant to do that. And then from there, I can begin fleshing it out and hopefully learning from him how I how I did and how to not do it again. And there's probably something you could ask his forgiveness for. Yes, whether I, or not yes. you meant to do it, you could be like, hey, will you forgive me for... Yep. making you feel that way. Cause there's always something you can own when someone comes to you. Yeah, in that that's way. Good. Thank you, Landon. Yes, 100%. I, I can look at him and say, will you forgive me? And this is a really mature example. The problem is we live in a world where most people are not that mature. Yeah. They're not mature enough on their own part to navigate like, Oh, I'm feeling hurt. I need to go to him. And then when they go to that person, they're not talking to someone who's mature enough to say, Hey, regardless of my intent, um, or regardless of what I meant to do and whether or not I, I think it's right or wrong that you feel that way. Will you please forgive me? Because that was not what I wanted to happen. Most people don't re respond that way. And so mm -hmm. let's say Josh was really immature and he responded with an invalidation right. in that situation. So I go to him and I say, Josh, when you said it that way, you hurt my feelings. That's on you, bro. And yeah, hey, well, you need to, you know. Yeah, quit being so soft. Totally. And um, I think people could often respond like, hey, well, I didn't mean for you to feel that way. Oh, my and bad. just I like stop to. there, you yeah. know? And it's like, okay. Totally. And then it makes you kind of feel like, oh, I shouldn't have said anything to them because it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Or they, uh, you know that phrase we talk about, hey, you need to be aware of your weenie and follow me in case you're just tuning in. Your <laughs> weenie is a, a phrase and it's an acronym, which means each letter stands for something where it's withdraw, escalate, negatively interpret or invalidate that in any given situation, in any conflict, all of us can can take on one of those, whether I withdraw. So somebody says that and I just withdraw because, oh no, I'm crumbled because uh, they're hurt and I'm just going to not talk to them anymore. I'm going to withdraw because I'm afraid that they're just too weak of a person for me to have a relationship or escalate. I'm going to get angry. That wasn't what I meant. And that's your problem. And why are you even telling me that escalate yeah. negatively interpret? I bet they're just saying this because they they are in whatever negative interpretation they would have or invalidate. Hey, I don't think you should feel that way. All of those would be bad examples. So if he does one of those, what I need to remember is as my role, if I've been hurt, my goal is not that Josh has to respond in the best way. It's that I need to be diligent to maintain the unity of spirit and the bond of peace. Ephesians chapter four, verse three says, and as best I can, Romans 12 verse eight says, seek to live at peace with all people, especially those who are of the household of faith. And so I've done my job of just saying, hey, Josh, this hurt me. And whether or not you do anything with it, my job is to fight for relational trust and relational health together. So I just want to make sure that you know that. And I want to be faithful to bring that up because I, I couldn't overlook it. I found myself still thinking about it and it's just, it hurt my feelings. So any thoughts on that? These these abstract examples I hope are helpful. Yeah, I was just thinking maybe we should just tell them what we what we kept short accounts about before this podcast. 
Yeah, I mean, I could tell some this week. Yeah. That uh, I'll tell them the one the podcast, and then other ones that at least in my life, you guys chime in. Somebody sent yeah. an email that um, that didn't include someone. Uh, they basically, um, I felt like they almost big timed me. They were like, "Hey, well, I'm not going to include these people on this email um, because uh, I'll, I'll keep them out of it." And then two emails later, they they included them on it, and it was like I felt like confused, hurt big timed in that example. And so I went to them, said, Hey, I, I know this wasn't your intent, or I believe it wasn't your intent. And side note, the Bible says in first Corinthians 13, that in order to love someone and have a posture of love, it's always believing the best or always trusts. It says in there, keeps no record of wrongs. It bears all things. It believes Believe. or trusts all things. Mm. And so anyways, it's my job to seek. I'm always going to seek to believe the best. Hey, I, I believe this wasn't your intent. Um, but here's how it made me feel. And I need to describe, or I need to just make sure you knew that they owned it. It was a total mistake. And so that's one example. Elena and I were talking before this and I can't even remember what it was like keeping short accounts about. I think I was just said, Hey, I observed this behavior in this meeting. I think it could have came across to yes. people that you were uninterested in what they had to say. Yes. And I felt like you didn't, um, <laughs> acknowledge that. that. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't necessarily something that he had done to me, but I was like, I can see how it maybe could come off that way. And you want to share what you did. Totally. That's a, that's even further. I think part of the health and relational trust that exists here is that we can help one another that if I see, observe something in Josh, I think because of our relational closeness, I feel the freedom to say, Hey, Josh, just a thought. Um, they may have received that, um, yeah. less than how you probably wanted it to be intended. So yeah, we were in a meeting and, um, someone was describing, Hey, I think we should do these X, Y, and Z, these few things. And, um, and I was like, well, let's do them. Let's move on it. Done. I took my phone out and I began to email and text message the persons to help execute on that. And that communicated to at least somebody in the room, hey, when you did that, that may have discouraged the person who was presenting their ideas because it looked like you checked out. You were not involved in it. And so- Yeah, because they didn't know you were, they didn't know what you were doing on your phone. It yeah. looked like you just got on your phone, so but Elena, you were executing on what they were saying. Elena loved me enough to tell me that to which I immediately picked up the phone. I called that person, said, hey, um, I don't know if this came across that way, but I want to make sure you know that I am thankful for the ideas that you had. I was so on board with them that I immediately began, went into execution mode and was running down the fairway. So if you received anything other than I believe in you, I'm thankful for you, and I think those are tremendous ideas that we should run and implement, then will you please forgive me? because that is not what I believe in, not my heart at all. And if I were you, I could easily have received it that way. Yep. So will you please forgive me? And he was diligent to do that. So it's good. I think we're, we're starting to run out of time. There's something I'd love to talk. We, we, there's a rule around here that helps us do this, David and Elena, and, and I'd love to talk about it. And it's something that we call the 24 hour rule. So I think, we'll, well, we'll end on this because uh, there's, this will help build, keep healthy relationships. Bible calls us to do this. But there's something that we've implemented here as an organization called the 24 hour rule, which is if, uh, if David comes to me and is saying something about Elena, a way that he's been hurt by Elena, um, I will stop him and say, David, have you talked to Elena about that? And if he says, uh, no, I haven't, I just was kind of trying to get your opinion. I look at him and say, Hey man, I love you. You need to go 
talk to her about that. And I'm going to check in with you in 24 hours and ask you how it went. And I trust you to go and do that. And if you haven't done that within 24 hours, then I'm with you going to go, I'm going to go get Elena and bring her to you (laughs) so that we can have this conversation because this is what's going to build, or this is what's going to break down and kill us as an organization, as a church, as brothers and sisters in Christ and kill relationships is if we continue to, uh, to allow these hurts uh, to stack up against each other and never address them. So 24 hour rule. Rapid fire some things. If you're feeling something, talk to somebody, like talk to the person who hurt you. Like we, the church would be so much healthier if just that happened Yeah. where people, Hey, I was feeling it. I'm not going to walk away. I'm not going to process. I'm not going to hide or process extensively and never come back to it. If I was hurt, I'm just going to think out loud what I'm feeling in my heart. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm going to share with you and I'm going to do it humbly knowing I may be wrong. I may have interpreted things wrong, but I'm going to do that. If I'm receiving that, if somebody is bringing their hurts to me, if something that they were offended that I did, I want to listen. I want to acknowledge I'm talking to a human being, a freaking person Jesus died on the cross for whose heart is hurting. And so my first reaction shouldn't be to justify, no, you're wrong, but to say, man, I am so sorry my actions made you feel that way, that it communicated that I didn't care to not invalidate and say, I can't believe that, but say, to, as best I can, seek to understand. It makes sense that you would feel that way. So if you're the person expressing it or receiving it, do so with a humble posture. And then finally, if you're at a work relationship, um, seeking to do that to whatever degree you can, honor your boss and honor your coworkers. And for the sake of loving and caring for them, just share, hmm. um, I'm seeking to believe the best, but when you did this, here's how I felt, or here's what it seemed to communicate. And, um, and I may be wrong, and what I interpreted, but I just wanted to share that because I believe in you. I believe that you want to be as best of a leader and employee that you can. And that's kind of what I received. And I could be totally wrong. And I just thought it would be, it'd be the right thing to do to share that with you. But it's super clear with other believers, I would say. It's good. All right. That is it. We will see you next time on another episode of Views from the Porch. We want to thank you for listening to Views from the Porch. For more information about The Porch Ministry, visit us at theporch.live or follow us on social media at The Porch.